and welcome to Padro Pascal. I'm your host, Rachel Leishman. And I'm your other host, Katrina Dennis. Um, and we're here for a special little episode because it's been a busy little week. Mm-hmm. Um, not much news has happened, and I, I don't know, nothing's really changed in my life in the last day that we've not <laughs> recorded. <laughs> I'm I'm just here for the ride. This is not just a recap of the episode in which our dear Pedro Pascal hosted Saturday Night Live. It's also the story of how Rachel and producer Ashley chased this man across town all week. <laughs> no, we didn't chase him across town. We went to one building and just That's true. Him. It was the one building. That's true. Um. So. For those who don't know, Joe Pascal was in New York uh, last week and hijacked Ashley's vacation to New York because uh, he was here to host SNL. And when you host SNL, you get to go on Jimmy Fallon uh, the Thursday before. And so uh, for Ashley's birthday, I simply asked my friend who works there uh, what the best policy for standby tickets was for uh, Jimmy Fallon. And he was like, oh, I think I can get you in. And he did. And so me and Ashley went, got to go to Jimmy Fallon um, and see Pedro Pascal uh, as he was preparing to host. And so um, here are so our tickets. Cool. We were just like hanging out. We just got to sit there. He looked so cute. Mm-hmm. He was like, you know, the thing is... <laughs> It was, I don't, the best way to describe it is that uh, they go on to SNL and are just being like, yeah, I'm doing SNL, yada, 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 yada. It's not like a crazy experience of him going on Jimmy Fallon. It was just pretty straightforward. It was really nice because like me and Ashley went together. Ashley has never seen this picture because I have not downloaded it. So this is the first she's seen of her and I at Fallon. Um, and then, so, so the whole thing was, the minute we realized that he was on, um, <laughs> Ash is a trigger warning, um, the whole way we realized that he, or like, knew what our plans were going to be was, it was announced that he was hosting SML. And it was like, right when Ashley was coming, we were like, well, shit, mm-hmm. we're trying to go. It's not the easiest to try and go to SNL because you basically have to just hope you get a good spot in the standby line now and all this stuff. And so it was like, I felt as the co-host of Padro Pascal, if I did not try to go see him mm-hmm. at one or both of these shows, someone in our little comments would be angry at me because I live in New York <laughs> and did not try. Mm-hmm. Um, so I risked life and limb and I went. Um, yeah, basically you have to like go and you have to stand outside on those freezing cold temperatures. Uh, and so we all got in. Ashley got a pretty good number on her reservation. And so then we uh, went. We camp- We camped out. We were outside for an hour. Um, <laughs> we went. We stood outside for an hour. We got our little <laughs> tickets. Um, we got our little SNL tickets that say Pascal and Coldplay. Um, mm-hmm. And... It it was twelve degrees. Producer Ashley just in the comments said it was twelve degrees. It was freezing. You guys had weather going on there. Yeah, I'm doing like the the briefest of rundowns, and then we can like get into stuff. Um, but basically, like then we like had to go back. We lined up for how many hours did we have to line up for? 
it was 9.45 we'd be there by, and we stood there for probably like an hour and 10-ish, 15-ish minutes waiting to see if we got to go into SNL. Hmm. And then we sat our little booties down. We watched Petro Pascal host live in Studio 8H. And then I left. There are people in this world who went and looked for him and tried to meet him. I'm not one of those people. I'm old. I went home. <laughs> uh, I went home both days. Mm-hmm. Both days. I, I don't said, blame you. I said, good night. I'm going home. I saw you from about 100 feet that away on Thursday. And then I mm-hmm. saw you from about 100 feet that away, like looking down on Saturday. And I said, good enough until you're on my podcast deuces that sounds and- fun i mean like, it's it's more the the excitement of it is less like oh did they get to see pedro it's more like i can't believe they got to go on this like roller coaster of emotions like <laughs> completely unplanned like it started as like oh this is some cute little thing i'll do for ashley and then it's all of a sudden you're going to freaking snl well, and famous last words, I, I've been to SNL and I said, the so the old camping system was basically like, you got in line mm-hmm. and you just had to hope no one was there. So sometimes it was really easy. And then there were other days, like if Harry Styles hosted or whatever, where people mm-hmm. would be in line for days. Whoa. So you were like, no way I'm fucking getting into this SNL. No. Well, the new system basically is you you log on, you try and get a reservation, and then you have to go stand in line for a bunch of hours. Because it was so cold, they like cut it down, so we only had to wait in line for an hour. But mm-hmm. it's a lot easier this way, I think. Um, but I did the old way where you camped out overnight. I did it for Adam Driver, and I did it for Chris Pine. Mm-hmm. After Chris Pine, I said... The only reason I would ever do this again is if it is an actor who I genuinely love. And then, and then it bit me in the ass because it was. <laughs> and there you go again. Uh, and I stand by it. I mean, there are other people I would have gone and seen too, but I just like, I, I don't, I've, I've done this and I didn't have the interest. Uh, but mm-hmm. with this, I was like, I, I have to go. It is, it is a requirement of the podcast that I go and attempt to see SNL while he is hosting. Um, but yeah, it was the experience of all of that was very chaotic. So I'm very interested to hear your perspective of seeing Jimmy Fallon and seeing SNL, mm-hmm. just like watching it because I was like, I still have not as a person. Yeah. So while uh, Rachel and Ashley were out in 13 degree weather <laughs> trying to get tickets to these two shows, I was here in sunny California. Um Enjoying a nice weekend off. Uh, I spent my day playing Disney Dreamlight, Dreamlight Valley and eating snacks. And then I settled in and watched Fallon. And it was nice. It was, you know, like I got to, um, I don't usually watch like a lot of late night anymore just because like, you know, I don't really have cable and I'd rather be like playing video games or recording Padro Pascal. So I, I, I haven't tuned into Fallon in a long time. Um, but it was still, it was great. Like, I, I love that, like, it's a lot of the feelings I've had this weekend were about how he's become this, like, prolific Chilean actor who is known worldwide. And, like, there's a, a big sense of pride um, that comes with that. And so I I think just, like, seeing him on Fallon and seeing him on SNL, you know, little Pedro from Santiago um was just like nice overall and then on when snl was on 
I pup-sitted that night, so I came home and I was nice and tired and I like watched it right before bed. So it was just a really cozy weekend with Pedro. You were like, I had a nice warm weekend. A nice warm weekend. Yeah. That's what that's what we're titling this episode, right? My weekend with Pedro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. we we're gonna make a shirt. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll get into shirts later. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it is. Um, it was funny because it was like seeing the the amount of people who came out for this show. So like we were in line. We were like, okay, I'm sure, there's gonna be a lot of people who have been fans for years. They were like a lot of people were like, oh, I've been in love with this man for the last six months. Meanwhile, me and Ashley are standing there like. My podcast is better than you, I think. I think I think Padro Pascal is older than these children. Um, and one of them, and I'll never I'll never forget her, she said, um, and Ashley can correct me if I was wrong, but she said something along the lines of oh, these people don't get it. I've been a fan of his since the bubble. Or she like it was something like I waited into I was waiting for the bubble. Oh, okay. I was going to say, halfway like, through our show, like... The bubble was 2022. <laughs> <laughs> we and Ashley were like... But I, I think it's cool, though, because, like, when you're in is. New York City, New Yorkers have known Pedro for a really long time. Like, he, he performed in the park, in Shakespeare in the Park, um, like, many moons ago. And so I think it's interesting to have, like, brand new fans. But, like, did you hear from anybody who, who like was from that era of fan what do you mean like the older era yeah like no the, the, it, was, it was us that was us you're a long-term <laughs> fans yeah like i love new fans i do like i i don't want to phrase it as like diehards because you could get super hyper focused on something and oh yeah and you know become a diehard overnight really but um but man that's interesting that like a lot of the people, I guess if you watched him when you were in Shakespeare in the Park, you'd be around my age. And then you'd be like, I just want to have a cozy night in. It's 13 degrees out. I think I'm going to stay in my apartment and sit by my heater and watch him on SNL. Um, but, yeah. It was just so funny because I was like, oh, my God. And then Ashley <laughs> Ashley was like, I'm going to th- – so every time someone would talk about it, Ashley would mention Padro pa- – she'd be like, Padro Pascal. And, like, we just kept doing it to, like, make people listen to us. And so then she had a button (laughs) every time someone would ask about the podcast. Ashley would have to find this button that she kept not having on her when someone (laughs) would ask. It happened, like, three times where she'd be like, oh, wait, where's the button? And then she was like, do you think I should just throw a button down down onto the thing? And I was like, what, like this? And so it became a whole thing. She was gonna try and kill some people by throwing buttons <laughs> off the top uh, of SNL. That's amazing. Um, it was a lot of chaos. I realized that, like, I've been to SNL. Also, I've been to, like, I, I go to live tapings if there's people I care about. And I don't know, maybe it's because I'm just like adjacent enough to mm. this industry. Like, it was a live show, and there'll be there were people just like talking, and I would I wanted to turn around, but like, you realize the TV can hear you. Yeah, like you chit Jen is getting, and like you could hear like some of the sketches were just screams, and you could hear, um, like when you're watching it, you can hear these screams, and they were screaming right in my little ear. So I had a headache, and I've never felt older in my life sitting there with a headache 
mm-hmm. because people were screaming for Pedro Pascal. I was like, my head hurts. Um, but so here's the thing. Like I said before, Jimmy Fallon was basically like, "Hi, oh, there was a good story on Jimmy Fallon that we should talk about before we head into SNL breaking down schedules." Mm-hmm. And it is that Pedro Pascal thought he didn't have the role of Joel because he took an Ambien and just thought he had dreamt. He thought he dreamt that he got the call. And so he woke up the next morning. I love that part of the story where he's like, oh, I woke up the next morning. I was so worried. I was nervous. I was just waiting for that call. And like, just so relatable. I don't take like Indian all the time or anything. I just am a forgetful person. So I uh, that has happened to me before where it's like, did I get it? Oh, no, I must have dreamt that I got it. Oh, no, when am I going to get it? And they're like, we we, we told you last night. Um, it, yeah, that was cute. It was like a lot of it was all about Jimmy Fallon used to be on SNL, so he knows what it is. So it was just like a lot of that. It was fun because Catherine Newton was there, and I didn't know she was going to be on there beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm a Marvel girly, so I was like, ooh, ooh Catherine Newton. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to see a little Ant-Man. I wooed. You can hear me go, ooh, when she mentions Kang. <laughs> no one else was wailing. I was like, okay, it's just me. Um, and some of our listeners said they could hear me laughing. I think <laughs> I heard you screaming during SNL, but I definitely heard you a lot during Fallon. I, on SNL, you could hear me, uh, my... Leah, who's been on this podcast, my roommate, said the way that she knew I had gotten in, because we couldn't text anyone, you basically had to shut your phone off and go in, was in the cold open, there's a Yellowstone joke, mm-hmm. and I started laughing, and then realized I was the only one laughing, and so I just kept laughing, because I was the only <laughs> one laughing, and so I laughed for a good 30 seconds, and you can hear me laughing, because I couldn't stop, because I was like, no one else is laughing about this, it's just me, mm-hmm. lol. Um, and there was like a couple of little ones that I could hear, but me, it was between me and Rachel Zegler. <laughs> she was also laughing and it's like the Rachels were laughing wherever <laughs> she was in the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Fallon was fine. It was fun and fine. It was part of my gift to Ashley. Mm-hmm. I went out two times to see Pedro Pascal when he was in New York. Um, but the S- SNL was the big one, the big guns as it were. Mm-hmm. And we got to sit in a theater while he did his little monologue. Yeah. That was such a cute little monologue. I Okay, I wrote notes about it. Um, I, I will talk about that purple short shirt moment. Once again, another winning achievement for Pedro, Pedro Stylist. Um, it was incredible. Um, mm-hmm. I actually have a shirt that ties like that, and so extra points. Um, but it's what a delightful top. Um, to choose to put him in. I just, I loved, I loved that outfit from the opening mm-hmm. monologue. And, and it was really cool to just have him, you know, that moment where he started talking about his family and choking up. It was just like really cute and sincere. And, uh, and I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. I think that's what was surprising in it. Like set a really nice tone. Mm-hmm. Is that like, every, I watch SNL every week for work. Um, there's a lot of people who are like, I wanted to do this my whole life. And, like, you can tell that they genuinely did. Mm-hmm. But it's, his was different. Like, you were like, oh, no, this man sincerely, like, wanted to always do this and didn't think he ever would. And you mm-hmm. can tell in the way that he, did, like, was talking. He was like, holy shit. 
it was it was it was awesome. I was like, oh, this is so sweet. He's crying over <laughs> SNL. It was really so cool. Cute. The video is now going a little viral online. But his handler, like my friend, um, my friend Anna had gone to the dress rehearsal and she told me she was like, she's like, look, watch his handler, like the lady who like pulls him and makes him go places. Um, Cause she was like, he tries to stand and like savor every moment and she's coming and dragging him. And it's very, <laughs> it's cute for a number of reasons. Cause it's like, he's genuinely like, I'm having so much fun. I want to just like take it all in. And then this lady's like, I'm trying to do my job. You need to come with me right now. Um, and in that monologue, he's dancing. And I looked at Ashley and I was like, the commercial break has started. <laughs> he was still going mm-hmm. just like on stage and this lady like dragged him off. Uh, and she ruled no notes to her. I love her so much. She said, sir, go change. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had to change so that he could do this sketch. Incredible. The big old Hollywood quiz. <laughs> I love this one. It's great. I just feel like like if it was explicitly said like oh all of these people are parents or are millennials who work full time um then it would explain everything cuz that's uh I feel like if you and I were not involved in the film in the film space that would absolutely be me because that's me when I don't know a movie which <laughs> happens every once in a while I'm just like what <laughs> I did like that it had a comment like it had double commentary because it was like mm-hmm. it was the commentary of like there is just so many movies now um mm-hmm. and people can't keep up but also the commentary of like film bros who are like I know cinema and then you talk about films that came out within the last 10 years and they're like I don't know that one mm-hmm. I don't know that one. <laughs> it was just so funny yeah. hearing the answers and then like Hearing, like, it truly, it was so funny. When he says, nope, our entire section was like, yeah! Like, it was like we were at an actual, like, game show. Because everyone mm-hmm. was just so happy that he said, nope. <laughs> like, That's great. I was like, oh, we're all losing our minds already. We're screaming as he said, nope. Um, Yeah, it was, I actually, I think I ranked that when I did my lineup. I think I ranked that last. But I put a note that's like, it's very good. Like, that's the thing is like, this, all these sketches are really good. So even if it's not like the best of the night, I was like, it's still a good sketch. Yeah. But my favorite of the night, or my second favorite, I will say, um, is next. And it is, of course, the HBO series take on Mario Kart. Oh, it's so perfect. It's just so perfect. I love it. Like, okay, so this this means a, a little bit of a special thing to me. But my my dad is a Mario cosplayer, right? Like he he spent like most of his life, like his like adult life at conventions. It was either Super Mario or uh or a Star Trek outfit, and so he like I said, we're Chilean, and so it was a very like like roundabout uh moment for me um I, I thought it was really funny and cool someone came out of <laughs> somebody came out of the show from the dress rehearsal and ashley was like getting updates and they had just literally listed every sketch that they were doing wow Jeez. and i was like what if you guys learned how to act um don't do that but no. it's too late now they did it but 
Um, so, but I didn't know the extent of this. <laughs> and then it was a gritty HBO series. And Ashley got a test. I literally screamed. I leaned forward and just screamed because I was oh like, God. holy shit. I would watch this though. Um, yeah, I love it. I <laughs> like, It's just so dumb. And then when Yoshi and Toad are like, and I'm bisexual. And then- <laughs> <laughs> it's great. I love it. I just, it's such a brilliant little skit. And I like that, like, even in the the world design, it kind of looks like you know the Game of Thrones board game world the intro, which they then used again for Westworld, which they've then used again for The Last of Us. Like I just I like those little little attacks. Yeah, it's so good. It's so stupid and yet so good. Just so good. Perfect. Um, and then talking about stupid, here's another stupid sketch. <laughs> <laughs> when i say stupid great. it's with when i say stupid it's with my whole heart i love this sketch so much mm-hmm. that's the hottest man i've ever seen mm-hmm. he was doing an accent that sounded like la mushmouth but also maybe like anna delvey mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for those who don't know anna delvey the uh socialite swindler who like ripped a bunch of people off who has this accent that no one can quite place and no one really knows where she's from. <laughs> um, you can watch Inventing Anna on Netflix to hear it if you would like. But it kind of sounds like this mush mouth where he's like, oh my God, what are we doing? <laughs> I just love it. Like you could tell that like this was the accent he spent the most time on um, for, for the show. And and it's still, it isn't complete, but it's special in its own delightful way. And I, I love I love skits like these that aren't like tied to IPs or like Pedro himself, you know? Like this is just like an original little idea they could have done with any actor, but he made mm-hmm. it really, really funny. I like it a lot. I think it's, I, I think it's, I don't know. It's so, my whole family called me. My mom called me and said she couldn't stop laughing. And then... <laughs> My sister-in-law was like, your brother fell asleep. I made him wake up and rewatch that sketch. <laughs> like, we were just laughing at the like, that's the hottest guy I've ever seen. And I do like the part two where he's like, I'm way skinnier than that guy. And Katie comes and like, goes, yeah, you lost 50 pounds in the coma. And he's like, ah, put a pin in that. The put a pin in that. <laughs> I like the times, like he says this twice, but twice, but he's like, I can speak Spanish. Despite what they say, I can speak Spanish. And I, that is such a distinctly LA thing. I can't even like, like put it into a phrase that makes sense, but it's just a thing that is very LA. Not, not I speak Spanish. That. What was, what did he even say? He was like, samba, samba, samba. Yeah, he was like, samba, samba, sana, sana. Yeah, that sounds like Spanish. Spanish. I thought he was going to say, like, sana, sana, colita de rana, but he didn't quite get there. He said, that sounds like Spanish to me. (laughs) I love it so much. The more I think about all of these sketches, the more I'm like, this is so dumb. I love it so much. Um, Which also does tie in with uh, (laughs) this sketch. Yes. Fan jams. (laughs) This is yes. oh we we I think this is a good time to say that we joined TikTok this week. Um, 
So please link us to all the best Pedro Pascal fan cams. Please. I might be trying to make a fan cam set to uh, to Big Boys by SZA. Uh, just because here's the thing. Everyone was screaming because they were like, oh my God, Pedro fan cams. They've seen the fan cam. Oh my God. I was screaming because it was big boys again. A song yes. I genuinely like. Yeah. <laughs> if SZA put that, that on an album, they, I would buy it. Yeah, they know they have a banger. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, I love that they went, great. We don't even have to do work and try and get licensing. It's literally our song that we did with SZA because it went viral on TikTok. Which, yep. it is funny to hear that song and then hear Bo and Yang be like, skinny legend. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, love it. I love it. This sketch is so stupid, too. They're all just, this is like such a good episode. Again, I need to preface. I I watch SNL every week. I've watched it for most of my life. Mm-hmm. I've gone back and watched older seasons. This was just one of the best episodes because everything was so stupid in the best way possible. We're like, like they're all so good that you're just like this is this is hilarious why am i laughing at a teacher trying to figure out lingo the kids mm-hmm. are using and he said our fan cam's good him trying to say fan cam fan cam fan cam wait fan cam fan cam he just said fan cam again and I, <laughs> he tried to say fan cam three times and then just still said fan cam and went with it um, but it also, Sarah Polson came out as uh, Miss Jenny, one of their teachers, and it was uh, revealed that Miss Jenny and uh, Teacher Ben are fucking. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of there's a lot of layers to these sketches of like interpersonal relationships. Yep. Um, yeah. Because basically, for I don't know if you guys haven't seen it or didn't catch it. The sketch was saying that Sarah Polson is the internet's mommy. Pedro Pascal is the internet's daddy. Mm-hmm. But this lunch lady is mother. And that's a different thing. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know lingo, there's mom, mother, father, daddy, and mommy. Daddy and mm-hmm. mommy, it's all different. I'm not getting into it. You can yeah, look that's it a to- That's a totally different podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but there you go. You got it. Here's the thing. There are so many sketches in this show. Some of them are fine. Like this one, it's great. Mm-hmm. It's about the Super Bowl, um, and has Pedro Pascal being attacked by Wayne. Yeah, it's a Wayne crazy skit. It made me very hungry though. Yeah, sitting there where I had no water and was dying of thirst in the middle of a theater, watching a bunch of people eat a bunch of wings. I was like, this is torture. <laughs> nice. I'm being tortured by, by this sketch. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. They do those all the time, right before big events, and so not exactly surprising um, mm-hmm. that they had a Super Bowl sketch, but was funny. I liked it. I thought it was really not cutesy, but it was it was cute. Nice. It was just, it was cute because Satan basically threw a bunch of wings. The the when they, when a bulldozer like breaks a window and just shoves wings in the house, <laughs> I did think that was that was pretty great. Like a, a, truck full of ranch mm. the best part of the sketch was when he goes i think we're good on the wings <laughs> the girl yep. was like no heidi, Gar- heidi gardner is like uh no what about this deal he's like they're all like we're good why are you giving us more wings and then here's a sketch that i think is genuinely funny 
But I think it's funny for a different reason than um, someone who does speak Spanish. So this sketch is funny because I just knew this mom was talking shit. Mm-hmm. I didn't need to know what she was saying. You could just tell this mom was talking some shit. Yeah. Um, and that was good enough for me. <laughs> I I love it. Uh, it's, um, you know, I love that it's such a universal thing. Uh, but shows that representation can, in fact, be consumed in a way by everyone. And you don't need everyone to be a white blonde hero. Anyway, um, I love the skit because, of course, it sounds like everyone's Latina mom who's in the Latin American culture. Um, and I also love it because, like, our, our friend Jenny Lorenzo has that Abuelita character. And they actually crossed paths in a Netflix um, promotion for Narcos long, long ago. And so I've been joking that, like, for the skit, Pedro went to the Abuelita school of Abuelita. Um, and it was great. I mean, it's just, it's a nice, it's a skit that, uh, like I said, on many levels is relatable to a lot of people or can be funny to a lot of people, despite it being like a very central Latin American experience, having a mom who will talk in a, I mean, it's not a very central Latin American language. If you have, if you have a mom who can talk in another language, it's, <laughs> it's pretty, pretty universal uh, hearing mom. Or talk if you have an Italian people. mom, she's just going to talk yeah. shit on people the minute they're not in the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, genuinely so it is very funny that he comes out with a beard <laughs> yeah <laughs> still has his first one everything's just done but he's gotta keep the beard the nails are really killing me mm-hmm. that he has these fake nails he has nails He he's wearing he's dressed like B. Arthur <laughs> he really is his he, kitchen kind of looks like the golden girls kitchen too yeah he's in some alfred dunner fucking <laughs> matching outfits and then he has french tip nails with mm. a mustache <laughs> perfect it's perfect perfection um and then take two of italian night Ta-da! we got to see pedro pascal uh <laughs> this sketch is so mean um so this sketch was just like basically these Italian waiters realize that they're mean to one friend. They'll get better tips from everybody else. But mm-hmm. it is so mean at the expense of Sarah Sherman. And and it, but it was great for me, someone who frequents Italian restaurants with my family and knows waiters like us. Uh, it's just welcome to it. Antonio's Italian, real Italian. <laughs> Here is the thing I'll admit on this podcast. So Coldplay was the musical guest, right? Everyone right. was like, what? <laughs> Going into this, and I said it to my roommate, I said it to everyone who was listening to me talk about this. I said, I wanted to hear Coldplay play classics. I didn't care about any new stuff. I wanted to hear the classics. Um, my dream was green eyes. I knew it was never going to happen, but I, I dreamt it. Mm-hmm. I was like, green eyes for me, please. <laughs> um, they didn't play it. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, I would love, love to hear like the scientist or yellow. But I said, like I went on a walk one day and I was talking about Coldplay and I said, I made so many fan vids when I was like 15, 16 to fix you. I had so many big dreams. Where I was like, I'm in a movie, I'm going to be running. It is going to be set to fix you. I was like, I love that song. 
had not listened to that song prior, like post my dad dying. I was sitting in SML sobbing because it got to the part where it's like and then does the tear stream down your face when you lose something you cannot replace and I was like oh no I can't replace him and like it was bad it was bad um and Ashley I was just I was just crying like this is stupid as shit Oh, um, because it was also like Chris Martin. It was so confusing what was going on anytime Coldplay did anything in this show. Because we could see like these aliens appearing <laughs> stage, and we were all like, "What's this now? What are they? You guys doing yeah. with some aliens?" Weird. And then, and then with Fix You, it started with a different song, and then started like, and then I realized I was like, "Oh no, now they're into Fix You." I think. On, like dedicated it to Pedro Pascal and his mom, and so that's he was just like I'm gonna oh, just cry. Yeah, so sad, so sweet. Yeah, it was emotional. Didn't expect to cry over Coldplay in the year of our Lord, twenty three. <laughs> ah, love it. Life is full of surprises, Rachel. <laughs> just, I was like, hey, Ashley, welcome to this experience with me. <laughs> we've gotten now to one of the most insane sketches of this whole night and it is so fucking funny because mm-hmm. they can't keep it together no i am of course talking about my girl lisa from temecula here's yes. lisa. <laughs> incredible i swear i follow like 15 lisas on twitter and I love each and every one of them. <laughs> this is what the world needs more of. Lisa from Demecula is a sketch where Ego plays Lisa. And she is a woman who is visiting for her sister's birthday. Um, her sister is Punky Johnson. And uh, so they're all hanging out with all of her friends. But Lisa likes her meat extra well done. <laughs> and so it goes back as basically a hockey puck. And... As she's cutting this meat, the table is going like this. Um, my favorite part <laughs> was the sangria picture because yeah. I was like, "That sangria picture is going. It's it's going. It's done." And then Punky Johnson had to like stop it so it didn't fly everywhere. Um, but it is the fact that no one could keep it together mm-hmm. when Lisa said, "When like the the manager of the restaurant comes out and is like, we've gotten reports." And Lisa's like, why? Because we're black. And it cuts to Bo and Yang. Just fully. <laughs> just like can't control his face anymore. Um, it's just, I, I don't know. I love this sketch. I think it's so stupid. I love it. This sketch is so good. I I just like, you know, it was the end of the night, right? And mm-hmm. uh, and you, you can tell. Um, but it's, I don't know. It's one of those things where, like, when, uh, when everyone loses it, it's done in a very tolerable way where, like, everything kind of hits just right. So I loved it. I loved the chaos. I think it was the perfect way to end, end the show. Yeah. It hit in the, I don't know if you know Debbie Downer, but it hit in the oh, Debbie I loved Downer it. way yeah. um, uh-huh. where everyone is just laughing at that, at that <laughs> point and no one could keep it together. And it, it hit like that where you were like, yeah, I get these people. Like, this is nuts. Here I am. Mm-hmm. Oh well. Um, and then 
Poor Katrina. Look at that. We're so proud. I love that shirt so much. It's uh, perfect. It's perfect. It was a great shot, too. It was uh, a lovely, lovely night. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, just an overall good episode. Katrina, if you're down for it, let's rank real quickly. Mm. Our, our least favorite. Again, these all these sketches are good. But our least favorite to our favorite sketches. Um. Okay. I would say I, the least favorite, like my lowest bar, would be the first big boy chili skit. Uh, the the oh. the Italian waiters. Uh, yeah. It was fun, but it was like, eh, 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 I can give or take it. It wasn't even bad. It was just like, oh, cool. Um, and then the wing thing. It was funny and weird, but you know, I mean. Eh. <laughs> like, like it's not like they're. I don't really consider this a low rank. It's just like that's good, um, yeah. but it wasn't like wow, like some of the other ones. Um, and then of course my my top skits would be absolutely the Mario skit. Uh, completely brilliant. I loved it. Um, I think that's that's the the winner of the night for me. Yeah, it's that was all that was my second. So my first is my fan the fan cams. Yeah, uh, as the number one stan of Big Boys by SZA. because mm-hmm. um, it's cuffing season. All the girls be needing. I need a big boy. I need a big boy. I need a big boy. That's David Harbour's song. I'll let Pedro Pascal use it for this sketch. That is a David Harbour song. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, that's 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 up there. This the fucking mushmouth sketch is yes. growing on me, mm-hmm. just because it is so funny. But Lisa from Temecula is I can't stop thinking about it. I've tried. Perfect. Uh, today at dinner, me and my friends were sitting down, and m- my friend Marika <laughs> made a joke about cooker me. Like, <laughs> I can't stop. I love it so much because they all tried. Mm-hmm. Stop laughing. It didn't work. It failed spectacularly. <laughs> it, it's good. Um, all right. Any thoughts on, that uh, we didn't talk about on SNL or Fallon? Um. Let's see. Let's see. No. 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 I. Uh, I think. I think we've covered like everything I wanted to go over. Um. In this episode. Yeah. Did pretty good. Yeah. Go us. Go us. <laughs> uh, did, I did see Jeremy O'Harris at SNL. He like walked up and I turned around. I was like, "Up, oh, there's Jeremy." Like I saw like a couple yeah. of famous people and was like, "Oh, there's there's so and so." Nice. There goes that person. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you guys had a really good time. Like, I think it was great to bring everyone with you as much as you could. Like, I really enjoyed living vicariously through you through the feed. And I'm sure I wish you were in New York because I would have been like, "You're coming." I know he's gonna he's gonna host again later this year when I come visit because that's just that's the only that's the only thing you know yeah or sir just come on the podcast yeah just come on just what what are you waiting for you know we're here um (laughs) why are you yeah I'm glad I'm glad this is this is a great a great week for Pedro uh it's gonna continue to be a great couple of uh, several weeks for Pedro, and I'm excited to be here doing this with you, you, you all, folks. You and Rachel and Ashley. Me and, and Rachel. I meant like the fans, the listeners, and Rachel. I was talking to them directly, even though I'm staring at you, but you can't tell because I'm staring in some direction. 
on camera. It's great. It's late, guys. Um, it is late. Uh, all right. Before we get into everyone's favorite section of our podcast, we have an announcement. Yes. Katrina, you take the lead. We have officially launched merch this week. It's out now. There's just so much stuff. There's four designs, but there's so much stuff you can get because we put it up on Tee Public. So you can get a tangent t-shirt when you want to go on tangents. Or you get a notebook to log your stashes of the week. You awesome. could I buy that. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh, that's kind of good. I might get that for like my Truly might get that. you can get a, a tote bag so you can carry cool stuff around when you follow. Pedro Pascal uh, from Jimmy Fallon to SNL next. Just uh, one floor up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then and then you can stay cozy in 13 degree weather with an official Pedro Pascal logo uh, hoodie thing, sweatshirt guy. So check it out. <laughs> we we are now live on uh, on T Public as the banner is displaying right now. For those of us, for those of us who are watching, we're probably gonna have the link in the description too. Like I just wasted all of your time, but here you are listening to me anyway. So you might as well go check out our new merch on tpublic.com today. We and then with that, we have come to everyone's favorite uh, moment in time. Stash, 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 stash. The stash on everybody's lips is gonna be pedrals. That means it's stash of the week. Yes. Um, so, Katrina, let's talk about your pick. Um, your dad. It's it's, it's father. <laughs> uh, I the Mario stash was pretty awesome. Nice little edge to it. Uh, uh, yeah, and he actually just looks like super mario so what are you gonna do about it you know it's perfect i love that the was, little little shells on the that was your next. pick on saturday so if you've changed your pick go ahead i just pulled up what no you i'm keeping that pick i'm keeping it it should be a pick for two shows in a row because it's it's a, just a great mustache super great stash, stash. my father um i will mine and ashley's are a tag team because the minute we saw this one picture, we were like, oh, that's for us. Um, this is Ashley's pick, and it is nice. Pedro Pascal with a bunch of mustaches and a coat. Incredible. Um, which was, like, from the commercial break. It came up, and Ashley literally was like, oh, no. So that is that is Ashley's pick. And my pick, it, it came from Pedro's uh, hairstylist and groomer, who is great. I, I love her. Uh her name is uh coco ulrich um mooney it's like a dash um she decided to share some behind the scenes images on her instagram and i die it's from oh, it's the perfect. same it's from oh it's from the same photo shoot because mm-hmm. that's the coat that is featured in this picture mm-hmm. but it's just great. It's giving me Reno 911 vibes. Yes, I love it. I love that they did specifically a stash of the week's uh, photo shoot just for us, specifically. That was their nod. They were like, hey, yeah. Audra, here you go. 
Uh, yeah, so we're definitely going to be using that as our new stash of the week uh, cover. <laughs> there's, there's just gotta, I'll add like some sparkles. We'll get you to like record the song, and that'll be our new stash of the week. Stash, in the background. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah. So, guys, you can now own a notebook that says "Stash of the Week" while thinking about this image of Pedro Pascal. Yeah, look at that. Seems like a win-win situation. Um, just a week to log a stash. <laughs> You're gonna log that yeah. stash. Day forty-five. This stash was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Something out of trend. Or draw Try tomorrow. Draw a picture. <laughs> um, overall, I uh, no notes. Loved the experience. Um, realize I'm too old. <laughs> I'm not that old. Too old to go running around. I was like, oh, Jimmy Fallon in this in one building. <laughs> Great. Yep. You got it. <laughs> cool. think, go for it. Guys, you did a, a great job this week. You just you did good. You got the thing that you wanted to get. And that's all that anyone can ask for in this life. And that's what dreams are made of. Hey, now. Hey, hey now. now. Yeah, you got it. This is what dreams are made of. I go. <laughs> I can't <laughs> do the rest of the Um, But yeah, so guys, that was our SNL episode. If you have any questions, concerns, combos you want to have about SNL, shoot us a message. We'll talk about them on the pod. Mm-hmm. What else we got going on? Nope. Um, but yeah. Katrina, tell the people where they can find you. You can find me anywhere on the internet if you look for Ogatrina. That's O-H-C-A-T-R-I-N-A. Um, I'm doing lots of cool stuff uh, very soon, so follow me everywhere. Not everywhere, but everywhere. What about you, yeah. Rachel? You can follow me at Rachel Leishman on Twitter, at Rachel underscore Leishman on Instagram. And you can read my work at the Mary Sue, and some of it is on also Collider. And yeah, follow my work on the Mary Sue because right before I went to SNL, a huge event happened. Benjamin Wyatt the cat got to meet what Benjamin Wyatt. Yeah, Katrina, I didn't mean to tell you this. Adam Scott and Benji have met. Wow, that's big. You don't always meet your namesake in life. No, and now your cat has achieved something I didn't achieve in my life. So, you met him. yep, that's incredible. How was it? It was. It was really sweet because the whole day I was doing party on interviews. The whole day, the um, people knew I had this cat, and I got into the room. And the one, the producer of the room, goes, "Oh my gosh, Rachel, I've heard about this cat." And Adam Scott went, "Is that Ben Ben Wyatt the cat?" I said, ah! "It is." And I held him up, and, so and then he ran. <laughs> he instantly Aww. said, "I want, I want out." He's, you know, he's uh, very selective about when he wants to be on camera, and uh, and I respect that. Yeah, he said, no, thank you. No more pictures. Um, but yeah, um, but please follow the pod, like, rate, review, subscribe, send us emails, send us things, tell Pedro Pascal to be on the podcast. I don't know what you people do, but do fun things. Go ahead and go, go ahead and contact us. We love to hear from you guys. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And in, uh, until next time. Oh, and buy our merch now. Yeah, check out uh, our merch on T Public. <laughs> on T Public, in this link you can't click on in the YouTube video, but I, just, we'll be I, don't, I don't know. I should have put a little more thought into that one. <laughs>
Until next time. Bye-bye.